Hey everyone, welcome to the five minute writer series. I have a bit of a confession to make. My guilty pleasure is true crime podcasts. My wife and I recently took our kids to visit my sister over Thanksgiving and any, and like any parent knows on a long trip, the absolute kiss of death when traveling with young kids is talking too much once they've fallen asleep. So we queued up a podcast and as soon as we heard snoring from the back seat, we started listening to Up and Vanished. It's a true crime podcast about a 10-year-old cold case of a missing woman. It was really compelling storytelling. While I listened, it made me think a lot about how we write fiction and specifically suspense, thriller, mystery, horror, crime fiction. And I took away three things to remember when we're writing our stories. Even though this podcast was a true story, I learned a lot about how to hook readers, or in this case, listeners, so that they'll stay invested and continue wanting more. Here's what I learned. Number one, strategic backstory. Drip in your backstory and select which details from your character's life should be revealed and when. This has come up over and over on the 5-Minute Writer series. It's also something that I asked author Rob Hart about. Rob is a fantastic writer, and he shared how he opened his novels by asking a simple question and then building from there. As you're writing, you should be asking questions of your reader, not answering them right away. It's like a way to kind of like build momentum and suspense. And even when you answer those questions, to have those kind of like bring about more questions, you know, every answer should, it's, should itself also provide a bit of a question. To hear more, you can find that interview linked in the description. In this particular true crime case on this podcast, the thing that was so important is that the victim isn't really fully explained in the opening. We find out about the simple aspects of her life, things like what she did for a living, what she liked to do outside of work, and her age. But aside from that, we don't learn too much about her until time goes on. And the details we learn about her later add to the mystery of the overall story. This made the case interesting because we start to learn about her social life, which may have played a role in her untimely death, or not. But that's why people tend to gravitate toward podcasts like this or mystery and thriller stories more generally. They want to solve a crime. It made the story more engaging, and in the case of our fiction, it won't bore a reader by listing out things about a character. Early on, show us your character through their professional career, their personal life, and their goal aspiration. Then let us see them navigate their worlds and strategically drop in backstory when it suits the narrative. Josh Stallings gave a great interview about how to develop three-dimensional characters in storytelling. I think part of ha the how-to for me, I, I know a lot of people, and I knew a lot growing up, so I often I start with the characters based on somebody I know. And that, that gives some riches to us. And pretty soon into it, it becomes not them at all. I'll share that in the description as well if you're interested. Before I go on to number two, if you're still here, you'll love my five minute writer series. I create new content for writers that they can consume in about five minutes. Sometimes it's a video, sometimes it's a podcast, and sometimes it's an article. In just five minutes a week, you can become a better writer. There's a link in the description where you can go to sign up so you don't miss a single lesson. Number two, who done it? Make sure you have more than one who done it option. Obviously, this depends on the type of story you're telling, but creating that tension and suspense over who did it can keep readers guessing, and in a lot of ways, coming up with their own theories. It's the development and modification of these theories which keeps readers reading. 
In the case of this particular podcast, my wife and I continuously whispered our own theories back and forth across the car. Things like, oh, he definitely did it. And no, now I think I'm starting to think it's him. By showing readers the possibilities and opening up the door to new ones, what you're doing is allowing readers to try to put together the clues and solve the mystery alongside your protagonist. In many cases, this can be a propulsive way to pull readers through your story. Number three, reasonable doubt. Creating reasonable doubt on all sides works well alongside number two. Consider providing reasonable doubt for every suspect in your story. It's a tricky thing to do and isn't always possible. But are there ways you can make everyone seem simultaneously guilty, but also unable to have committed the crime? It might be fun to play with the motivations here. So a character highly motivated to have done the terrible deed has a rock-solid alibi, or so we thought. A character with opportunity has no motive, or so we thought. See where I'm going with this? Everyone in your story should have a reason they probably didn't do it, as well as reasons they probably did. By creating that complexity within your narrative, you'll keep your readers guessing the whole way through. Catherine Ramsland shared a really great way of how she thinks about taking real stories and making them into fiction. If you're interested in this, or if you've listened to a lot of true crime podcasts and you wonder how to make this work in your fiction, that inner world that's already there inside you, especially if you, as a kid you were told stories, you were a reader, that inner world's inside you, and at some point you just trust this is going somewhere. You might want to check out her interview, which is linked below. When you're writing, do you think about the reader's experience? What are some ways you can make the reader experience just a bit more thrilling? Do you need to withhold more information? Create more reasonable doubt? Let me know. If you're listening to this right now, seriously, tweet me. Tell me what you learned from listening. It will make my day. My Twitter handle is in the description, and I look forward to hearing from you. If you're new here, be sure to sign up for the 5-Minute Writer Series. There's a link in the description, and that way you don't miss a single thing. Not all of my 5-Minute Writer lessons come out as a podcast, so be sure to sign up to get everything sent straight to you. Thanks for hanging out with me, and I'll see you next time.